Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bit Effect. Today, we are talking about Vampire. And Craig sucks. <laughs> I see what you did there, because it's the vampire. <laughs> the best jokes are the ones you explain. I know, I know. Play the spooky fucking music, Craig. I don't get it. Ugh. <sighs> to discuss all things vampire related are my good friends Craig I want to suck your blood no <laughs> 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 no nope, no nope, nope. we're, we're just gonna be quiet and let him live with that one uh, also joining us is Luke's hand <laughs> One, two, three. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, did we get that all out of our system? Yes. Okay. Because yes. this is a super serious game, guys. It's super it's, serious. It's super duper serious. Anyone smiled in this game, the whole game would crash the desktop. Uh, this is a one-shot episode, so we're going to have a little bit of a spoiler wall, but we'll let you know when that happens. So, Craig, here's yes. the stats. Right, here we go. Vampire. It was developed by Dot Nod Entertainment. It's the only good game they've ever developed. Published by Focus Home Interactive, who have only ever published good games. Uh, directed, <laughs> directed by Philip Moreau. Produced by Nicolas Simon, or Nicolas Simon, depending on whether he's French or not. Designed by Guliami... <laughs> Leichtel Leich <laughs> Programmed uh, <Gugliami>. <laughs> Is it Guliami? What is it? Guliami I haven't, I haven't heard the word Guliami in ages like, Right, the Guliami oh, Damn it, Craig it, Is it something like Guiam Is it not Gillam? Right. How, do, how do you spell it? I'm not even going to go there. Right, programmed by Nicholas Serurart, arted by Gregory <laughs> Z. Sucks, <laughs> written by Stephanie Boogerberger, <laughs> and the music was good. Boogerberger. Boogerberger. I can't. I'm, I was laughing so much. I want to suck your blood. My eyes are all teary. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a real knee slapper, buddy. I oh, know. Anyway, anyway, and music was composed by Oliver Derviver. Um, it, it was released <laughs> Windows, Microsoft, Windows. Jesus. It was released in Windows, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch in June 2018. Switch was October 2019. It's an actiony role-playing game where you play a doctor who has to live with the fact that he is now a vampire and uh, either decide whether to kill people or not, and all that Hippocratic oath type stuff. <clears throat> and it's set in London. Just, just to be clear. France, I am very sorry. <laughs> I'm not. That but don't worry, before we recorded, Craig had it in the bag. 
I did. I've been totally not late. Like, je m'appelle. Je m'appelle Craig. <laughs> my grandmère a flambé. Bon. I don't know what that means. I, I did four years of French and legitimately all I can say is je m'appelle Luc. Uh, je je le nord-est le uh-huh. <laughs> Je le I took zero years in French and I still know nobody's last name is Boogerverger. <laughs> anyway, guys, let's move on. What are your histories with Vampire? I have no history with this game, and the only reason I know about it is because I think Dave maybe said, Oh, that looks cool. And then I saw it pop up on PlayStation Plus, so you can play it on PlayStation Plus if anybody is so inclined. Is it on Game Pass out of curiosity? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Well, that sucks. Um, my history is I saw a trailer and went, oh, that's a cool idea, and then bought it and had it sit on my shelf until Craig's like, hey, why don't we pair up Vampire with Alien Isolation for October? And I was like, sure. Yeah. Um, I, like, it's been sitting in my eyeballs for ages. I had it installed for so long, and I started it ages ago, and for some strange reason just didn't. It was the same time I was playing uh, Murdered Soul Suspect. I had tried to start Oof. that. Cut- and um, Call of Cthulhu was another one. Sinking City were all games that I started a few times before I eventually got into them, or some of them I didn't. They're all vaguely in that same genre yeah, too. They really are. They're they're very they're very focus home interactive type puzzle action RPGs. Um, so Except yeah, Murder uh, Soul Suspect, and you well, got through that, right? I did get through that. That game was great. It was severely oh. underrated. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, okay, so more importantly, what what is your history, guys, with Don't Nod? Because they're a real oddball. Yeah, um, like, before this was Life is Strange, was it? And that, Remember Me, because yes. we always remember, Remember Me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I played Life is Strange and really, really, really hated it. Like, I really, I really disliked playing that game <laughs> a lot. It's not. It's not the best. You, you're a fucker. You recommended that game to me, and I played it, and I'm like, I don't understand what Craig's all about. So, or maybe I got it completely wrong, and you said it was really shit. And I thought it, oh, he sounded like he really enjoyed that it one. Seems so, yeah. like the kind of game that you would have liked because it's all hipstery, and <laughs> so I just thought you would like it. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. So after that, I never. I not really played any of the other games. So Life is Strange had a follow up standalone thing and then there's Life is Strange 2 not touch that Twin Mirror is the only one that's on the radar because it seems more back in this sort of game but the I'm not a fan of them otherwise like this is as I said not jokingly when doing the stats this is the only good game that they've made um I was actually surprised to see that they they made this like it didn't just didn't seem the sort of game they would make yeah I, it's totally out. It's totally like if you look at, especially going from Life is Strange to what must have been a, a long <laughs> yeah. development life cycle of this, it's it's uh, an odd one. Has yeah. anyone actually finished Remember Me? Like, I don't know if that's good or not. Uh, I can't remember. Well, you should. <laughs> it's right there in the name. No, I remember the cover art. It was orange and it had a butt on it. I'm I'm mixing this game up with Wet. I haven't, but oh, yeah. yeah Remember that yeah, really PlayStation 3 mm-hmm. game, yeah. Similar art on the box. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> Dave's Dave's just imploded. <laughs> it's wet. No, well, I no longer have teeth or fine white powder from all the gritting I've had to do. Oh, come <laughs> on. What about you? We don't nod. Come you can't on. Light. Life is you strange. Flurger burger. <sighs> poor poor Bergen burger. Um, I I didn't like Life is Strange because I played it for twelve minutes and went no no I'm okay thank you. Um. Uh, my wife tried it and she didn't like it, and so I just you know watched a playthrough of it. Went oh okay, so that's life is strange. Um, I have remember me. I've tried it like twice, and every time I've tried it, I've always done the oh okay. So I'm not gonna play this now because I'm just not in the mood for this, but it looks interesting. Um, oddly enough, I, it seems very vampire-ish, not like in tone, but in playstyle. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, I just know them as those French guys that made Remember Me. Okay. And that's, that's really it. <laughs> yeah. They're, they haven't made, they don't have a gigantic catalog. There's only eight or nine games on there, there must be, so, whatever. No, um, and I mean, I mean, like, I don't, yeah, I guess if you don't like Life is Strange, they have what, three <laughs> games? Yeah. They've got something to do with Captain Crunch or something like that, like, you know, like... <laughs> Well, Cap- that, that, that's a Life is Strange game, but um, Captain Crunch and the Quest for the Crunchlings. No, it's something. It's like it's like Captain Crunch and the Painting Quest. I can't remember. Oh God, I need to go and look at the Wikipedia page. Hang on, give me two seconds. It's Captain Spirit. Um, oh and, yeah. Um, no crunching involved. And the Spirit Bomb. It's close. Yeah. Uh, they don't do Life is Strange anymore. They've they've dropped it to do other things. They've like another studio is doing that series now, okay. so strange. It, yeah, it's weird because they do have like they have links to Capcom, Square Enix, Focus, and Xbox. Like they they're played with some pretty big boys, so they've made this an impact on somebody. Uh, it's just not me. Mm-hmm. I think the f- first two or three episodes of Life of Strangers supposed to be really bad, but then it gets really good at the end. Um. Yeah. Um, yeah. Twin Mirrors supposed to be really good. It, it does the vampire thing of you know like third person action adventure, and it does the Sherlock Holmes thing of piecing together clues and like a mind palace type thing that Sherlock Holmes does. So it uses the same kind of engine and mechanics as that, uh, which I like. I like that kind of game. Um, I thought it looked a little assy, but that's just me. I mean, yeah, they all look a bit assy. You could now, you see. Could I don't think Vampire looks bad. Uh, it's definitely 30 frames a second. You can feel that. It's a, oh, oh it's yeah, yeah. But I meant like, <laughs> you can tell that. it's B tier. It's solid yeah, B tier. It is solid B tier. It's not terrible. Um, uh, Fun little fact for everybody <laughs> Don't Nod is a palindrome. So do with that what you will. Don't <clears throat> nod. Uh, don't. Not, the apostrophe's in the wrong place. Nine nine nine. Oh, for God's sake! Right. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. I'm gonna. This is already gonna be a chore to edit and listen to. Well, I wonder whose fault that is, Craig. <laughs> it's not my fault. Oh, it's all your fault, buddy. Uh, okay. So, um, who wants to give a quick story breakdown? No spoilers. Just I mean, Craig basically set up the premise, but yeah. Do you want? Do you want me to? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. yeah. so um, you play uh, a doctor, Dr. Jonathan, Jonathan Crane, 
Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan Reed. Reed. Jonathan Crane. Jonathan Crane. Scarecrow. That's Scarecrow. <laughs> so you play you play the Scarecrow. Um, uh, it's basically silly and Murphy emulator. No, uh, you play Jonathan Reed, a doctor who is um, has been sadly turned into a vampire uh, on the way to London, going to a hospital. You know, you've got a sister, or that kind of stuff. Uh, you get to the hospital as a vampire and it turns out that there are quests and things that you need to do. There are other vampires. <laughs> the Spanish flu is in town and people are also turning into um, not nice people. Uh, so your goal is to basically find who killed your sister, but it was you, but find who turned you into a vampire. <laughs> find, find who turns you into a vampire and exact your revenge and mechanically the game takes you along this by giving you quests to help other people you can uh, give medicine to various parts of the well, town well, hold off on the mechanics for right oh, now alright okay anyway so yeah you, you do that but the, the big underwriting plot thing is you are a doctor um, so the whole the whole game it doesn't hinge on it but it focuses on making you make choices to do with either saving people or you can just consume them for more XP and an easier life. Yeah. Okay, so if you can get anything out of what Craig stumbled through right there, um it's it's an open world game with sections that are locked off um with progress unlocking things. Should be your basic here's a giant map. Think Yakuza, but you have some districts locked off until you do a certain story thing. Um the open world is sprawling i guess not not huge but it, there's a lot of alleyways and you know go under the docks things like that uh combat is real time it's seems to be based on well i liked bloodborne let's kind of do bloodborne light yeah 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 definitely that's that's the vibe i yeah. got from it definitely um with, but without the you know big hunt and yeah blood demons and yeah it, it's um very powers based so you have a skill tree uh, enemies give very infinitesimal amounts of XP, so you're not really gaining anything by farming enemies. Uh, it's much more of a, you get you did quests, so you get a giant chunk of XP, or in something we'll talk about later, a lot to do with the NPCs. Um, hmm. First off, let- You know, it reminded me of Legacy of Cain a bit, you know, where like that very similar sort of style of game. I don't know if that's maybe a bit of an obscure one, but... It's Legacy um, of Cain! Never. Well, I hope everybody knows it. Jesus, Legacy King. But yeah, that is yeah, a good poll, actually. One, we're, we're old, man. That's, that's, that's a pretty good poll. Well, what do you think? Tweens listen to us? <laughs> this is, at, <laughs> you're at best, listen? a 30-year-old man, probably with a beard. Um, mm-hmm. If you're not, hit us up, and I'll say I'm sorry to each and every one of you. Um, first off, let's start with the combat, since combat is arguably what 50% of this game is. Yeah. Uh, first off, what builds did you guys go for? Because there are different builds you can do. I, I went for the um, the the dual clubbing, like batter the stamina stamina off of people, and then bite them build. So you, basically, in this game, like majority of NPC uh, enemies have um, like a stamina guard or an armor guard, and you have different methods to to break that. And if you do break it. You can then bite an opponent, which will take some of their blood that you can then use to do your own specials or heal heal yourself. Um, but it also regenerates your health. So that's the build I went for, where 
majority of the time I'd do a considerable amount of damage, but I'd also be continuously healing myself by by biting people. Um, and the reason for that is because I tried to be a good doctor and not kill any people. How about you guys? Uh, I my my um I did the Dave approach I think to this entire game. So uh, <laughs> the first half of the game was shotgun. The, well, the first half of the game was a two-handed um, barbed wire like baseball bat type thing, and I used it to basically murder nearly everyone I could find. Uh, it's it was like severely overpowered, excellent weapon. I didn't really touch a lot of the powers at all. I kept surprisingly good stealthy. Yeah, I I. I looked at it and I thought, I'm going to go stealthy and I'll have dual daggers and all this kind of stuff. And no, no, big club hitting people in the face. Uh, After the midpoint of the game, if you do enough digging and side quests, you come across a particularly good saber type sword. So I grabbed that and a pistol Uh, and went sword and pistol. Again, didn't rely a lot on powers. I didn't upgrade on the powers trees. I upgraded things like bite so I could regain health mid-battle or mid-combat, but I didn't really go for a lot of, you know, like blood spear and all that. I didn't really touch it. I didn't touch the, is it extreme powers or ultimate oh, yeah. power? Yeah, the ultimate. Yeah, um, didn't really use them at all. Just sword and pistol. And unlike Luke, it's a bit of a hint, I went down the completely, I don't care if I'm a doctor anymore, I'm on a revenge spree, so I consumed and ate everyone I could. Uh, I, on the other hand, again, went the complete opposite approach. (laughs) Uh, I went uh, almost vampire magey. Uh, I I sunk quite heavily into all of the blood-based powers, uh, like blood spear or that puddle of blood that explodes into daggers of blood. Uh, at the ultimate, where the ultimates, the animations on them are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mm. I like the one that's like a tornado of blood that comes up from the ground, or not, you know, like a blah, yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> uh, there's <laughs> one where the shadows grab everyone's limbs and then just mm-hmm. snap them in half. It's just pretty cool animation wise. Uh, I went super heavy into that end of it. Uh, and once I found the bone saw, I was like, well, this is appropriate. <laughs> and that became my, my yeah, weapon of choice. Yeah. Um, with, you know, once I got towards the end of the game, it's like, oh, yeah, guns are a thing. And then I just started shooting everybody. Oh, the shotgun's a beast, an absolute beast at the end. Yeah. Um, the bone saw, I was disappointed that it wasn't a trick weapon that you could flick out in any way, shape, or form. I did think about that a lot. It's like, all right, I kept hitting L1 to extend it. Why, why is Triangle not doing anything with this weapon? <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, um, I, I later moved to the, the scalpel, so I'd have the bone oh, saw wow. and the scalpel, and the scalpel, like... You just you get massive amounts of blood back from. Oh uh, yeah, when when it comes to combat, a lot of uh, your upgrades are kind of a sacrifice one to enhance another. So like if you're upgrading your when I was doing the bone saw, it's like you can have every attack give you a small amount of blood, or it can hit harder. Um, there's really not much more nuance to that. I found the upgrade system kind of not worth it. Like, I never really noticed that big of a jump in terms of a level 3 versus a level 4 weapon. What about you guys? I mean, I because I was consuming everyone, I ended up quite overpowered early on. Yeah. So I fully upgraded um, Barbed Cudgel or whatever it's actually called, the baseball bat type thing. It just literally decimates anyone you're swinging at. It's reasonably quick. And if you upgrade the damage, 
Um, you end up not needing to take blood back. It was it was an absolute beast. So I I got quite bored with that in the end. So that's why I switched midway, just to change it up. But um, yeah, the upgrade system is fine enough, isn't it? Really, it is very ten percent extra power or ten percent less stamina, and it, it's yeah. not. That's getting into kind of like min max and fiddling numbers when you don't you don't need it at all. You don't you just don't need it. No, and it, it's, um, every weapon has basically, let's say, a three-hit combo. I think it's three hits on most of them. Yeah. And so even if you level up, you're not, like, gaining a finisher move or, or anything yeah. like that. It's just, and you hit five extra damage. Yeah, it, it's, I, I went the blood route because, just because it, it fueled all the powers I had. So did you guys put your... Because you can upgrade the weapons to so that you can like either do extra damage or you like reduce the amount of stamina used. Like for me, it was I started off being like max damage with the two-handed club I was using, but then I found that like after four or five swings, and because I was going down the good route, I wasn't doing too much damage. I'd run out of stamina and I couldn't dodge about, so I then like redid the points and then the next weapon and went for the full stamina builds just so I could continuously yeah. whack the whack the enemy until they went down. Did you guys do a similar I, thing? I didn't because I I didn't when it came to upgrades. I didn't upgrade any of my powers first. I went stamina almost all of the way, so I had a massive <laughs> bar of stamina and nothing else. So I did just come out swinging and kept on swinging until everyone was dead. It, it worked an absolute treat. That's a very Dave approach to it. it I'm really proud is. of you, buddy. It really is. <laughs> I, I'm actually surprised you did go the, the good route. Yeah. <laughs> the, the problem I had was I, I did, I did think about you know a platinum, and I thought about you know doing it like replaying it and playing it a wee bit better. So at that point, I thought I'm gonna play it the non Craig way because I knew by this time that Dave was playing it nicely. So I thought. I'm actually going to play because there are multiple endings. I'm going to play it a different way, and and much to my shame and disgusting myself, I actually really enjoyed not having to care <laughs> that that guy was dying. You know, like oh, you're dying. I'm just going to walk you off into an alley and eat you. You know, like yeah, it it was quite. There's something strangely fascinating about that. Like the music is is amazing when you uh, memorize. Like you basically control somebody and. You, you you have your hand on their back and like slowly walk them. It's like the most awkward walk as well if you try and turn because oh, yeah. it's like you're dancing but really yeah. bad. But you like you you follow this like trail of like shadow and as you get closer to the like this like like violin mm-hmm. cello mix kind of makes a louder and louder approach until you finally yeah. eat the person. I, yeah, I thought great. it was done really well because it builds up to that like you you start doubting yourself. I st- certainly early I started doubting like. This this is making it sound like I'm doing a really evil thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 and it's even better that you, like as the person's on the floor dying, like, you kind of get their oh, final, the final thoughts. Oh, so it's like, yeah. I don't know if I turned the kettle off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a lot of questions on that because yeah, I I played through the whole game without, uh, I guess feeding once on anybody. Uh, and and the game really really makes you want to kill a lot of people because they're the worst people in the world. Um, all right, so let, let's move on to um, some of those elements, right? So uh, when you first wake up, you're a vampire. You accidentally feed on your sister. It wasn't really an accident. You had to bite her to own up to it, dude. Um, and then you 
show up at this hospital as a doctor. The doctor takes you in. And he's all like, nah, I'm cool with you being a vampire. Just don't be a dick about it. And you're like, okay. Um, this then opens up a lot of different gameplay elements that I think without them, this game would be the most unnotable thing in existence. Um, so first off, as a doctor, you can gather ingredients and mix tinctures for uh, different ailments. So, you know, everything from like bronchitis to a cold to a migraine always had migraine medicine because I am very sympathetic to those people. Um, and uh, basically on your HUD, if you've met somebody, their health will appear of like, oh, they're in good health, oh, they're not. You, you can talk to them and ask them, hey, do you need any help? Uh, some people will be like, oi, Gov, I have a wicked headache. And yeah. they'll be like, I got just a thing for you. Um, first <laughs> off. Teeth. Yes, I did do voice acting for the game, guys, in case you're wondering. Oh, yeah. Um, when you guys first hit the hospital, did you enjoy the being a doctor aspect of it? I mean, it's not hugely deep, but... I I, I did, and I, I did carry it through my whole playthrough. So despite the fact that when it came to more important NPCs and eating... <laughs> I did walk about and talk to everyone and I made sure I had plenty of medicine so I was healing people but I would heal someone's fatigue and then take them around the corner and eat them because you know like <laughs> you were a caring predator I like you're that you're double dipping in XP you're keeping you're, you're keeping the health of the, the bit a wee bit better but then eating someone so I, I mean I, I did like it and it's, it's what made me think I'm going to play it I'm clearly going to play it again and play the good doctor because I'm I know the endings as well, and I'm really excited to get there doing that. Like, I, I find it engaging because you're right, without it, like Sherlock Holmes has the hook in the Mind Palace, you know, and I'm sure Sinking City has a hook that I haven't got to yet, but this one very much hooks you in at the start because you're an unwilling vampire doctor that's trying to work as a doctor. It's like a really good hook, and just making you go through the motions is great. Uh, yeah, so I, the, the the communication system is a bit like Mass Effect wheel sort of thing. Um, and just interestingly, it kind of does that fable thing of like, if you're bad, you turn into like red eyes and you look even more gaunt and like more like a vampire. And then um, the, the more good you do, the more human you remain. But as a doctor yeah i quite enjoyed that but some of the conversation with npcs was a bit like eh. but the bigger characters like the the actual main ones that was more interesting i found and i definitely did that thing of going around and healing everybody um just because at the end of each day so you, you can go to sleep to level up and when you do that it progresses to the next day it doesn't really do much in t terms of the story but you actually see like you get a summary of the each district and it'll show you like which person's like got affected by a disease or how their health is doing um and if you don't if you keep everybody in good health and the district's health in general stays good if you eat people it reduces um or if you don't heal them for example they're more prone to die although i don't think they do unless like you munch people no but, though they yeah. will if um, it takes a lot but if you yeah. let them go long enough they will die they Ah, oh, okay. They do. I didn't let them go long enough. I, I forced, forced that. <laughs> I, I love that um, that mechanic of the sleeping thing because if you can sacrifice leveling up in sleep 
and completely not like I ended up gaming it a bit. So if you eat too many people in a district, it goes to like critical level, and then people start rioting, and it's a lot more difficult to traverse. But if you mm. never go to sleep, you can totally do a round and make it easy to just farm a heap of XP and then right at the end of the game, sleep. And it just all falls to chaos, but you're you're on the, oh. the critical path to the end. Oh, right. So, hang on. Right. I So, I, uh, I ended up switching from the good path to the bad path, as I said, because I find it too difficult. But I wasn't sure if it was if it was each chapter was like leveling up the opponents or if it is it the nighttime cycle that does that no it's it's districts like each district has uh different level ranges yeah so when when you go to the south well i i didn't find that because there's a on the very last chapter i was running to get all three things for the potion Mm -hmm. i was I was running between them all, and they were all the same level, and they were significantly like I was level twenty four, and they were all like level thirty two to thirty seven, or thirty five, sorry. Um, and I was like, I'm just getting my ass absolutely handed to me unless I I like properly like dodge about completely. But maybe that was because because I I leveled up loads, and I I took my time, and I I must have been on like day fourteen by the time oh, I finished the game. Uh, see, I I had the opposite problem. I was like level ten, and the enemies were like level twenty eight, twenty nine. That's even worse. But, I don't know how you beat it. But, I don't know how you beat it. <laughs> um, uh, it was a lot of dodging and a lot of uh, of blood spears, and then backing away, and the blood spear, and then backing away. Um, but I only slept maybe five times the entire game. Because every time I came across one, I, oh I'd go, okay, I'm like I've got an effects PL level up. Oh, see, yeah, I waited till I had ginormous chunks. Of, well, I guess they weren't huge because I wasn't very high level. But uh, yeah, like I, I would do all the side quests and the main quest in an area before sleeping for the night, unless I had to to you know advance the story. And the reason I so to give a bit of God. sorry uh, to give a bit of perspective, like I am. Um, I got to the last boss and she beat me in one hit like four times and I'm like, screw this. So I went back and munched every single NPC I could find <laughs> and I went from level 24 to 40 yeah. and I still had those XP to burn. So oh, yeah, there's things. a significant amount of XP from like from playing one style to the other. Yeah, I, I was level 40 by the end and it was like I was, it was a breeze right the way through. The, the last boss is like quite a step up in difficulty, I would say, but still mostly melted everyone it was great oh uh, see now like the uh the stage lady i'll just leave it at that um two shot me like no matter what it was, a, it was a two shot um that 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 involved a lot of scrabbling around and not skill by any means it was cheesing the hell out of everything um yeah i was the same i i ended up using that special where you get like a blood shield and then I'd, oh, I'd yeah. use that, get and do some hits, and then dodge around until it, it was recharged and I could do it. Yep, yep, yep. I, I was burning vials like crazy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I do yeah. like that. Like, I like the fact that if you want to do the, let's say in quotes, the good honorable thing, it requires a lot more work. The downside... It makes sense. Yeah, yeah the downside being it is incredibly aggravating to do a lot of the stuff the game wants you to do when you're that low level like doing some side quests i think ridiculous yeah i think i would have finished the game on the good story if it didn't do the bloodborne consumable thing which like so basically you 
every time you die, you like start out. It's not like a checkpoint. You basically regenerate like Dark Souls or Bloodborne, but you all your consumables are gone from the yeah. last time. So like I was I was expecting it to restart, and I'm like, right, I've got all my health potions again. But then it'd be like, ah, oh, shit, I've got no health potions and I've got no bullets now. So now I have to go back and like to grind that stuff up. And that was the point that made me think, right, I'm just actually going to go cheese it and become overpowered. Yeah, there were times like, um, it's all boss fights, but uh, the vampire hunter guy that <laughs> yeah. has the light that come oh, down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that it was like I would try it two, three times, and it's okay. I'm out of consumables. Let's just reload. Yeah. It's uh, so. Oh right. Okay. So it, it was it was frustrating at times to be the. I again, I can't really knock it on that because you're very much opting into that challenge. But a heads up at the beginning of like, hey, uh, this is getting like. Um, also, another thing that always bothered me was watching district health go down in a district you haven't seen <laughs> yeah. yet and you're like come on i gotta get to that district uh, yeah. uh other than that i i really enjoyed having to make my rounds around the city uh after every sleep granted again i didn't sleep too often so i only did it like three or four times hmm. but um, it was fun to go oh oh this person over here they they need this and they need this um did you guys run out of supplies out of curiosity since you guys slept so much like so medicinal supplies Never, never ran out of medicinal supplies. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> never, never ran out anything really. I was, I was left not for wanting or whatever the phrase is. I, sh- <laughs> I should have went Dave approach. Jeez. <laughs> well, this- there's a there's a reason though, Craig, because like I had, I completely ran out of supplies, and then I munched everybody, and everybody gives you supplies. So like I had all the medication <laughs> I needed. Like you kill everybody in the hospital, and you're running around with like twenty aspirin. You, you're <laughs> a walking dispensary. <laughs> you're basically yeah. you're jingling yeah. while you walk because of all the wee vials of stuff you're like <laughs> clinking um, there was something oh shit what was I going to say oh um, slightly related but did you guys do the side quest towards the end and one of the outcomes depending on what you do heals every district like it bumps every district back up to near perfect health which one it's um, you know the guy the, the guy that you're is funding the enemy guys, and, and you go to his house to turn them into a vampire. Oh, yes, 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 him, yeah. Um, if you don't turn them into a vampire, like, I mesmerised him to the point where he was happy to die and also donate all of his money to the hospital. So, like, it, after that happens oh, and you wow. sleep, the hospital gets a whole load of kit and items and inventory and oh, all the districts nice. are healed. It's really cool. Like, I, re- I really love that. Because the alternative is to turn him into a vampire, and he's a complete asshole. Oh, he was, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I just, I just uh, mesmerized him to where he wasn't afraid of death, and then that was mm-hmm. it. I didn't do the okay. And give me all your money because I'm not a dirty, filthy thief. <laughs> no, um, you don't need that. I turned him into a vampire. Uh, I turned him into a vampire, and that's the deciding factor in what ending you get. I think it's one of. Uh, them. There's a couple things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Cool. And basically, um, if you eat one or maybe two people you can't get the really good ending like if you just eat one it's, it's locked out you need to you need to be <laughs> an amazing a... doctor <laughs> oh you can eat be <laughs> yeah. <fan>. Be <laughs> <laughs> all right so um we've talked about the npcs as you know walking buffets how did you guys feel about and i i, I think this is purposeful with you being a doctor and every one of your patients, except for that one Asian lady that's really nice, 
being complete and utter assholes. Yeah. Every I, single one I mean, of that's them. That's just that's just London. It's Lo- it London <laughs> still like that today. It's, it's London. I liked it. I think I don't know because I was trying to fix my my headset, so I switched it off for a wee bit. I don't know if you spoke about each district no. has a map of key NPCs. There's a core NPC, the person that you know, like if this yeah, like was community pillar. Yeah, if it was Far Cry, it would be the lieutenant of that <laughs> place, and then you've got all the colonels round the the side and. You can see the status. So if you, these are the people that you want to keep healthy, and it could be that you know the doctor that takes you in is the community pillar of that place, and at some point he can, and in my case, did die, and at that point the community crumbles because the pillar is gone. But the oh rest yeah, of it's it, rough to keep everybody healthy yeah. after that. And then, uh, but, but yeah. all the surrounding NPCs—they're all your side quests, and you kind of—it's a juggling game because you can keep someone healthy and then kill someone else, and just try and kind of level out that. I mean, I didn't do that. I love it. I didn't do that. I hate everyone. And but if you haven't played this, uh, we should explain. So if you do side quests for somebody, or if you heal, you may be thinking like, "What's the point if you're going to eat them?" The more you keep them healthy, or the more you give them. Uh, help through side quests the more they're worth experience wise so let's say you know tom holland is all like hi i'm spider-man but i'm also in vampire i'm worth 2000 experience points but if you heal him from say pneumonia then he'll be worth 4000 experience points so it's almost like playing farmer to cattle so yeah the the idea of you still have to take care of what is basically your XP while they're being complete and utter vampires. Yeah. Is oh. genius. These people are they will infuriate you. Like the one guy you save from from the first vampire. The guy is an ungrateful asshole the entire game. Mm-hmm. Um do you know another game that I've just played? I've just finished and it it's the same kind of theme. I know it turns out I actually really like it. Is that I told you, Dave, the Witcher Thronebreaker, the Gwent RPG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and the way that game, any decision that you make towards the ending, it basically it's not it's literally weighted in the game as picking one evil over another. So it says when you choose a decision, it says at the bottom, you have chosen one evil over another evil. <laughs> it's like it really <laughs> it really lays it on thick. But I really love that because it. It makes it really difficult to make the right choice, or what well, you think morally is the right choice. Like, like uh, I don't know if you guys saw the the doctor that's uh, ad- addicted to certain substances, but he's doing good. But he also accidentally killed somebody. But your hospital is super understaffed right now. Uh, that decision on what to do with that guy was super interesting because uh, I, 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 I mean. I don't know. Did you guys run into that guy? He's the um yeah, I, oh, I he am. I looks am. like the old British guy from Star Wars. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, <laughs> Luke, you're a Star Grandma Wars. Tarkin. Grandma Tarkin. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's what's his name? Peter Cushing. There we go. Yeah. Peter Cushing. Yeah. Yeah, looks like Peter Cushing. Um so yeah, the idea of gamifying dialogue, because arguably in games like Mass Effect or Vampire or any other Western RPG the dialogue wears on you after a while. You're like, look, I just I just want to stab something. Um, and the idea of having it work with you in terms of this is worth something. 
is super interesting, and I'm, I'm like really hope games take that moving forward. It's really I I really like it. Like this this core mechanic bit we're talking about just now is what punched me right in the oh my god I love this face. Um, I know that's not really a phrase, but it's <laughs> no, it, that's not. It's not, but it's such. It's really quite unique in a lot of ways, and I'm I'm surprised that because it's old. Is it 2016? Did it say 2017? 2015? I, I don't know. Remember. Let's ask Bergenberger. For, okay, Gertrude Bergenberger. Boy, <laughs> um, it's it's not, 2018. It's not. It's not really been done again. That's what makes me think that something like Twin Mirror might be good. Because they'll have pulled... They've got a thing. This is their thing now. And if they take that forward, I would um, play that again. Or play yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. If they keep gamifying dialogue like this, then yeah, yeah that they'll always be a very interesting. Um, yeah, and it, it's cool the way it's like... It, it does that Sherlock's home... Like, you know, as soon as you meet the character, you're like, this guy's a knockoff of Sherlock Holmes. Like, straight away, he's like a merger of Dr. Watson and, and Holmes. Um, but he he has that sort of, like, detective. You need to you need to get the right dialogue out of somebody to unlock a hint about the next character. So, like, it, there is that thing of, like, you kind of feel like if you, if you unlock the right dialogue, you get a bigger picture and it, it all kind of pieces together. Um there are also opportunities to like eavesdrop on people being a vampire you've got super hearing so you can listen in like there's a, there's a gay couple underneath the oh yeah yeah underneath the hospital yeah um which i thought was that was a cool way of doing it of like you know you don't just instantly get it for speaking to somebody you need to you need to actually do the legwork mm-hmm. yeah you you hear <laughs> them talk about each other and you're like okay are you guys? Are you guys? Yeah. And then you you hear a secret dialogue and like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, that's cool. The the one that I liked was you know the the cannibal pastor guy that you meet yes. who's um that through what turns out I didn't manage to unlock it, but you can get a reason. I just killed him because he was an asshole, but you can get a a reasonably good outcome from that. But the the chain of dialogue unlocks is like five or six long like you have to speak to someone ages ago in a different part of the town to learn something about someone else someone else and it it builds up to the point where you have the knowledge to unlock the dialogue bit to make him not be a dick which i kicked myself as soon as i found that out i kicked myself because i i was only left with the leave him to it or eat him type options yeah uh, or like um, the guy that strong arm and uh, the merchant in the I forget the name of the the district. White is it Whitechapel? That district where the the, the guy's walking around strong arming the other merchant and his kid yeah, lives I think in so. the house. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like like it is cool. Like and what I like is they don't pull their punches on these people. Uh, yeah. For like like that guy. Yeah, you're like oh okay, so his son's you know kind of housebound and he doesn't want to leave and he's uh what is it agoraphobic i believe and and well he's just trying to do what's best for us oh no they still kept him an asshole okay that's cool i like that if you want to completely maximize that opportunity you convince the dad that he's doing a good job and then you take him off and consume him 
and then you go and tell the son that your dad's his dad's dead to make him distraught, and then you go to the vendor and you can convince the vendor to take the son in as his own son, and then you eat the vendor and then you eat the son, and the XP is just roll. It's like flying everywhere. It's great. Uh, it isn't the vendor the dad though. No, the, no, 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 no. The the the, the guy the that was bullying him is the the dad. No, no, one of the dialogue options is, like, basically, you've been sleeping with the Yeah, they had an affair, wife. but I, I took it the kid was still the kid. Yeah. And mm. It, it kind of implies he's not. Okay. Because like, I, I came at that a different angle, and I'm like, you're the dad, aren't you? But it didn't actually have that option. It was, well, that's the thought I had <laughs> from it anyway, but yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a cool, cool. And if you go into the guy's house after you've, you've, you've got rid of the son, you can find that the you can find the guy's weapon and he's 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 been like trying to get recruited by the vampire yeah. hunters and he's stuff. got a kick-ass barbed cudgel it's like yes, dave's kick-ass barbed yeah. cudgel and you're like holy <laughs> crap yeah. this thing kicks ass uh lest we be so um glowing about this game let's talk about some of the bad stuff it does before we move on to the story stuff um the dialogue that we've been praising for a while does have that ma- western rpg problem of being stilted Mm-hmm. Like, uh, for example, you when you're using your vampire abilities in a conversation, you get like this echoey, why did you do that kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Which is super cool, but you'll go from that to, and so, how you doing? It, it's just, like, the way it vacillates is is very yeah. L.A. noir. This is... In- the- this is the bit, the bit that made me surprised that it wasn't developed by Frog Wales. Do you know that? Because every, this is a Frog oh, Wales yeah. focus home interactive thing. And to have a third party come in and still suffer this, it makes me think that there's some sort of, and this, I haven't looked at this at all, but it's made in Unreal 4. And it makes me think there's like a toolkit sitting somewhere that's, I don't know, a Frogwares toolkit for piecing together think, a game. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, right? I think we messaged each other at the beginning when we both started playing it going, this game is Frogwares as fuck. Yeah, it really um, is. I, I, I've seen some games get around it by doing the if you choose this dialogue point, it then proceeds the dialogue forward and you can't do previous stuff. Like, th- that would be the way to do it uh-huh. so you don't vacillate from happy to angry to happy to sad uh-huh. to... So you're not doing that, but yeah, it is a little stilted in the way it works, especially with some of the hidden dialogues. If you go from, so how are we feeling today, mister, to, so, I heard you killed your mother by accident. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, that that's a thing. Um, yeah. Oh, so you like Merang? You- yes, I like Merang. <laughs> you really killed her, you raped her and killed her. Oh, and you, li- <laughs> and you like cream with that Merang and stuff? With the Merang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... So I I I had nothing but bugs for this game. Really, like, really. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, so first of all, the frame rate is oh, that is really bad. bad. It's, it's so really bad. And and it's it's just the camera, right? See if you just run forward, there's nothing. As soon as you touch that right stick, it's like it's like single dun, dun, digit dun, dun, frame dun, dun, rate. Dun. Um, yeah, I, I think one of the other things I really struggled with it was the door lock thing, where like. It'd be like, right, go to this area, and then you'd get to that area, and it's like, oh, the door is locked. Oh, right, I whatever. can't get in here. And then, yeah, yeah, oh, it's a lot. You're a fucking door. vampire. You can so teleport you then... across the river. Just fucking go up there. <laughs> yeah. 
they, if, if they, they, they overuse that mechanic. Like it's every single time you get mm-hmm. somewhere, you're like, right, I'm going to get there. There's going to be a locked door. I'm going to have to run yeah. right round or under a sewer. Or... Yeah. I yeah. I spend a reasonably significant amount of time towards the end of the game finding all the locked doors and just unlocking the whole map because at one point <laughs> I ran from the hospital and I was trying to get to the south left area and I, I yeah. made the mistake of going north instead of or, or yeah, out south I did and I got thing, to the end yeah. and I'm like I can't, I can't believe this there's like four locked doors to get south yeah. and I just I had to run back to the hospital it done my tits in um, so yeah, yeah. oh what, what infuriated exactly. me about navigation was on your map it will show a clear alleyway and then you go down that alleyway and it's blocked and I'm like okay that's fine but it never shows up on your map that that alleyway is blocked if you've been there or not and so there's a lot of times like, oh, I can just cut the left here, go down here, and then I'm there. And it's like, nope, I have to go up and then right and then around. It's, <sighs> it's why maps for Bloodborne are unreadable because there's so much. Yeah, yeah, o- I guess. Yeah, overcrossing and levels of stuff and architecture that just doesn't really exist in it. You know, like a brick wall that just is random and there's stairs that go nowhere. To be fair, though, I mean, it's not like games haven't done that where if you meet an unpassable end, it puts like a red X on the map of like, oh, can't go this way. Yeah. Like, it could have been fixed by doing that. Um, How do you guys... To give it its credit, though, it's it's refreshing sometimes to not have a yellow line to follow to take you to the next place. Like, uh, there is something... Yeah, there's a... There's a... It's right in that middle ground between Dead Space, where it's like, here, follow the line, and then, like, Mm -hmm. Sinking City, where it's like, we're going to give you an address, look it up in a phone book, asshole. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, (laughs) jeez. Google Maps? Fuck you. (laughs) Um, I find it quite similar, oddly, to Control, because Control's map is unreadable. You have to read the signs that are on the building itself to figure out where the hell, you know, like, one office is versus another office. There was something I was going to say there. And I need to say it, and it's it's separate to this. Can I say it? Can I, I can say un- it? Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Or what? What were you going to say first? No, no, no. I was going to continue that point. So okay, go ahead. And- so the only thing I was going to say is, you know, something like The Last of Us. When you click your thumbstick to see other people, and you get that outline, I love the fact that when you click, you see the heartbeat pulsing with like an aura. Yes, round that is. Amazing. Like, that, that solves the Arkham problem, right? Yeah. Like, when you're playing an Arkham game, you're like, I'm just going to leave Detective Vision on. There's no <laughs> yeah. downside to it. In this, it's like, well, I see a heartbeat, and that's about it. Like, uh, it's all I, murky, and I lo- I it looks great. Fact, I ran about a lot of the city in that mode because you turn silhouetted, and it looks like a, a noir detective comic type uh, thing. Yes, it does. It's lovely. Um, but it, it does, it solves the problem. Because I didn't like The Last of Us because I'm like, what, well, all of a sudden he can hear really well and see folk through, through walls? He's not Daredevil. You know, like, I really I really dislike stuff <laughs> like that. But the whole heart. Daredevil. Oh, His superpower is to just be normal. I don't like that. I don't even. I don't like him, and I hate his best friend Bucky or whatever his name is. I, I hate him. Um, Snuffy. Snuffy. Um, what's his name? Um, it's a something. You're on Daredevil yeah. cast. I know. Anyway, so I just wanted to say that the heartbeat thing played into the vampire. It played into mechanics. It played. It really. It was just a nice touch that made me think it's awesome. I, I absolutely agree. Like, yeah, I meant to put that in my notes too. Where it's like, oh, hey, it solves the Arkham problem. Mm-hmm. But uh, I completely forgot. Thank you for bringing that up. No um, 
back to like the navigation stuff yeah, before yeah. we were rudely interrupted. Um, I, I can understand if it's sometimes like when you're in a hospital. Okay, sure, read the signs to see where the morgue is. That's fine. But when you're navigating an entire world that way, it gets super frustrating to me. Like, uh, I, I didn't... Um, I think I showed you. Did I show you the interactive map that I was using? Yes. Yes, you did. Oh, I came across this as well. I was waiting to say, yeah, I... I, I mean, there was points where I was having to watch YouTube videos just because I couldn't be asked, like... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, so, so if you do play through this um, based on our recommends or not recommends... You should probably use an external store source, especially to let you know where people are, because you will be mixing all of these people that look roughly like Peter Cushing together. Um, like there were plenty of times where it's like, oh, it's that guy. Whoops, wrong district. And then you got to run. Um, how did you guys feel about respawning combat? Because that was the biggest frustration to me. And it, I mean, it was it's fine. The combat's okay, but when you go two screens no geez screens when oh, you yeah. go you know <laughs> 200 yards back and then come back because you have to backtrack oops that that encounter is back again by that infuriated me by two thirds of the way through the game i got so fed up with it that i just outran most combat situations they do they do that thing where if you get to a doorway they don't come through it, or if you get to another district they just stand at the bridge and go oh use you know it's like hold it boys he's uh, crossed a bridge yeah. we can't go that far yeah so i <laughs> yeah i was the, same. the last third other than key story bosses or key npcs or anything i didn't fight anyone by by the end i just ran yeah, I, I was kind of the same, and I, I think if they had toned down how much combat, like if you're going from West End to North, to Whitechapel, you're probably getting into what nine, ten fights per shuttle run. I I think, or maybe maybe I'm wrong in thinking this, but I think I could because I was overpowered as fuck. Luke, you went back and went overpowered as fuck, and Dave, you were underpowered as fuck. But I think a nice thing that some games <laughs> do is that not don't respawn npcs it puts a cap on the xp available across the entire game and it just it makes everything flow better because then you're forced to make decisions about your xp so the divinity approach yeah the divinity approach exactly the divinity approach uh or maybe even the bloodborne approach where people don't respawn until you sleep until you sleep yeah that, that was the thought i had I was like oh well why don't you just do that yeah um i guess this does Unlike Bloodborne, this isn't something that's uh, designed around difficulty, but respawning encounters, even though you get a very little XP, will let you gain a few levels if you need it. But I, 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 I quite, I, I quite appreciate like that they've they've got a scope and they've stuck to it. It, it doesn't feel like they've just unnecessarily bloated the game for the sake of it, which is maybe something that you, you feel a lot of in games of this type like you know if this was an assassin's creed game there'd be fucking feathers to collect <laughs> yeah don't forget your feathers <laughs> you know what i mean like I, I really appreciate the fact that it's just like right you have a chapter there's a few side missions you maybe need to run here and there but it doesn't feel i don't think it overstays its welcome i think it's a perfect length in general to be honest you're, um you're... yeah not to say something incredibly stupid but this fantasy game about vampires plays it kind of realistic of like no <laughs> if this was you these are the things you would care about uh-huh. Yeah. Like, a day... Oh, God. No? I, would, I was just going to say the exact same thing Luke said. Like, it really it really plays nicely, and it really... It works for me, and 
oh god, I'm sounding like overly glowing. We're good. We're, you said stop talking about positive stuff. What didn't you like? And we've no, circled uh, back well, round. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, because this game does some things really good. There are some <laughs> things it does really terrible. Um, back to like negatives. Uh, I now. My eyeballs didn't notice the frame drops because they're broken in a different <clears throat> way than Craig's are broken. No, they're do broken. You know, uh, do you know what it ahead. feels like? It feels like it's fine, but the right stick, instead of smoothly flowing, it feels like it's a um, like a a safe lock, like click 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 to to oh, roll like around. Oh, like segmented. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. that's what it feels like. Yeah, I was gonna ask. So, Luke, did you play it on PS4 or PS5? I don't know if playing it on PS5 added anything to it. But that's what I played it on. I I played it on... I had nothing but problems with this game. Like crashes, like um, weird bugs. But PlayStation 5... And I played it straight after a Naughty Dog game. So I, like, honestly, I was like... I, I don't get motion sickness <laughs> very often. But I was like, I can't play this. I yeah, going from Naughty Dog game to this. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. pretty brutal. Um, but, after you I mean, mentioned I, it... I had all these weird issues after like... Quick resume. Like, if the PlayStation Five went to sleep, the game would just be yeah. Nope, like, don't shit. let it go to sleep. You turn it off. It, it's yeah, busted. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's not just this game. It's everything. No, it's yeah, everything. It, it's a big problem with people waking up and then their games just freeze. Um, the the worst combination is PS4 game installed in an external drive and rest mode is just like don't don't try it. Or, because... I mean, I mean, even things like Returnal. Uh, games that are arguably designed around having rest mode, it it just shits the bed. Like I stopped using rest mode two weeks after I got my PS5 because it's busted. Um, I'm gonna turn it off tonight. Then. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> I, I had a bridge. Um, to, to be fair, I've been playing my Xbox a lot more this last few months. So yeah, which I would imagine, as a side note, uh, resume works fine on that. Like no problems there. I launched my Xbox today after it being off for two days, and it said you have nine games in quick resume that I could quickly jump between. It's amazing. It's like, it is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty. Why do you it, have nine games? Why do you have nine games? No, because it <laughs> just basically caches everything that you're playing. Yeah. So you could have played something two months ago and quick resume it if you haven't been playing that many games. It's really cool. Yeah, that that is yeah. that is super cool. Shame on you for having nine games, though. Shame <laughs> on you. Well, I I I, I filled up my hard drive with game pass games and i'm like right what game am i gonna play so i'll play 10 minutes of each and then yeah do you know what's good actually i, I, I tried it earlier or it starts good the artful escape it's ca- it... oh that's what i'm playing oh, really yeah it's like bob, bob dylan meets uh i don't know uh, what's that vita game the media molecule one uh tor- the one with the paper oh, oh tearaway Terry, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good. It's like a sci-fi happy <laughs> thing. I, I thought you would like that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So yeah, after Luke messaged the group and was like, "Hey, I'm having major problems with this," I kept, uh, I, I guess, a, a bug log of of stuff that happened. Um, your mileage is going to vary because this proves that I had like. Two times where I had to restart it manually just because NPCs were continually walking into walls and not being interactable. <laughs> and then I had one hard crash to, to you know, just to restart. Wow. So, I, mileage I, varies. I had nothing. Like, not a bug, not a glitch, not a crash. Nothing. I, uh, 
I had this. So I was playing on the the good mode. I'm like level twenty four. I'm fighting the final boss, who's an absolute bitch. And I, I love that. Boss. I pressed L three to lock onto her, and she was great, but she was really difficult with uh-huh. level. I was. I pressed L three to lock onto her, and then I couldn't walk forward. I could just walk left and right, and she killed me. I was raging. I was like, "That's it. I've had enough." Oh, that reminds me. You're right. The the, the you're holding forward, and the guy's just like, "Uh, uh-uh, I ain't moving." If you are walking forward while checking the map, it's like it saves that forward input and changes that to your default, and you just can't move forward until you f- walk backwards a little bit and then forwards. Okay. Yeah, that that's a bug I ran into constantly. Here's a here's a Craig played to uh, Bloodborne twice before learning he could run. I never locked on to anyone ever in this entire game. Like, I didn't, oh. Just, <laughs> oh yeah, well if yeah, if you didn't use a lot of powers, yeah, you definitely don't have to lock on. Yeah. Mm, oh well. Okay. Um. What do you say? I mean, we're not going to discuss the whole story, but we are mm. going to slap up the spoiler wall now because there are pivotal decisions yeah. you have to make in this game, yeah, and I'm yeah. very curious to see what everybody did. Although I think I can answer all of Craig's with killed them. Well, no, um, I was I was nice and forgiving sometimes. Okay, so hold on, hold on. And spoilers now. Let's start with the doctor. Did you guys get any creepy vibes off of him the whole game? Like the whole time, because Kelsey watched me play this because she wanted to see it. And she's like, is he cranking it at night to you? Because I'm getting some super weird vibes off of him. I'm like, yeah, he's like a weird vampire fetishist. He's super yeah. weird. Uh, I let him die because he's a straight bastard for doing that. I turned him into a vampire. Oh, really? Um, yeah. What does that do? He just returns to the hospital and kind of squirrels away, and he doesn't really, he doesn't really do much. He just seems to keep himself busy. Um, but he gets even more arrogant. Like it's has been his dream to to become one. You can tell he's been so fascinated by it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, so he was cranking it at night to all the vampires. Okay. Just, just before you eat him, he says, I've always wondered how this is going to feel or something, you know, something vague. <laughs> he just accepts it. <laughs> is he, is he, he keeps his trousers on though, right? I don't, I don't, I don't think he keeps I'm, his trousers on. Yeah, and if you decide to just leave him to die, he does the, but you were my friend, Anakin. I had the high ground. And you're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, okay. So what about the priest? Uh, priest killed him. Oh, I let him live. He, he's I, a fucking cannibal, an actual literal I healed cannibal. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I think he's doing good. Is healing him not the the good outcome? Like I couldn't, I didn't have the option to heal him. I think that's the you did enough. You let him drink of you, and then mm-hmm. he stops becoming yeah. a cannibal. Yeah, I couldn't do that at all. But he was turning a, a skull, though. That's why he was a cannibal. He wasn't a cannibal before. The skull was because he, the skull needed meat. The vampire needed blood. Yeah. So I turned him into back in. I turned him from that to vampire. Same here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, quick question, and I think. Why did you guys decide to play the route you did? Because for me, I read the trophy guide and I was like, I might get the platinum on this. And the, the first step is play this, you know, the good guy route and then go back and play the bad guy route. But I need to stop doing that. This did the Dishonored 2 thing for me where like, I really didn't like Dishonored 2 because 
the trophy list makes you play in a set way. Like, how, why um, did you pick good or bad? I wanted to be bad because I knew I would play it again. <laughs> and the the way we do things for the podcast, I'm constantly thinking about things for the podcast. And I know I'll enjoy this now. You know, like, we've recorded, I'm going to really enjoy playing this the way I want to play it. But okay, with you. whereas if I had played the good guy and we recalled, <clears throat> I would never have a reason to go back and play the bad guy. And I would always be curious but something else would come up, whereas it's left it. And I don't mean I'm not putting max effort into podcasting. I just mean for me, it was it was the, it was the right choice. It, it plus the fact, as I said before, the fact that Dave was playing good. I was like, well, we've got to do some sort of role reversal yeah. here. Um, yeah, I, I took a look at the trophy list too because you know you always check at the beginning. Like, ah, oh, is this going to be a platinum? Um, I, I saw the trophy list and went, okay, yeah, I could probably plat this. This, this. That's not a problem. And then I saw, like, how you're going to have to do, like, some tricksy stuff with saving and loading to do, oh, to do it in one playthrough. And I really yeah. hate doing that. Yeah. And so I was like, well, you know what? Fuck the platinum. I'm just going to play this, like, normal. And, you know, I, since Kelsey was watching me a lot, I was like, all right, Kelsey, you decide. Uh, should we be a good guy or bad guy? And she's like... Well, he seems like a nice guy. Let's play the good guy route. And so it's like, okay, I'll play the good guy route. Um, I, I think, I, I don't know how it is with you guys, but being a doctor first, vampire second, um, Dr. Acula, if you will, mm-hmm. seems way more in character with the story. Okay. A, Dr. Acula is a million times worse than any joke that I have ever uttered <laughs> in 200. Ah, but that was a reference. No. I, I, I don't think so. I actually think that's the best pun <laughs> in a good way. Because your, your puns are always really obvious. That one was that one was good. Well, I, hate okay. this. I, I can't take credit for it. i got to give that to Dragon <laughs> Quest. But, yeah, okay. Because they had a Dr. Yeah. Agon. And uh, it's like, uh, it's really good. Uh, and Anyway, yeah. So um, how did it line up story-wise with you guys going bad? Because, like, like with your sister... Um, that was the one part that it felt weird because she's all like, look at the atrocities you've done. I'm like, I gave that guy a headache medicine. Um, that was about it. How um, did it work for you guys? It actually works really well. So when you do the whole sister-mum thing, not like some sort of weird Pornhub video. I mean, when you do like the sister... It's stepmom and stepsister, Craig. <laughs> oh, They're fine. <laughs> oh, step, step doctor brother. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, when when you do that bit, it works really well. When you've been a complete bam, because you, f- it's like everything that you've done for ten hours comes back and punches you in the face because they're like, you've really, you've really not done this the right way around. So the w- the way the dialogue goes, it felt really natural, and the way the story, okay. the I think the thing that that this does really well is there's four endings. And but because of the way the rest of the game is structured, it's all very good, bad, blah, 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 blah. But when you get to the endings, whatever happen, happens in each ending makes sense for what you've done. So if you've been a complete bam and what happens at the end happens, you go, oh, yeah, fair cop. You know, like it, it just it hammers the yeah. nail right in really succinctly. Um. Okay. All right, uh, I have a couple questions for you guys on on 
disc. I, there's no point asking me this, Dave, because I played the same as you right up. No, 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 no. I like like something me when me and Kelsey were playing it. Um, the sister, we I had to Google of like, wait, why is she a vampire? Did you guys catch it? Yeah, that bit kind of confused me as well. And to be honest, the whole sister thing, you know, like, because I've been playing good and she's coming at me like I'm this monster. Yeah, yeah. That was the one part that looked bad, I think. It it broke my immersion a little bit, but then she said something that said, you know, basically she was just constantly hearing his voice in her head. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if, like, you know, because Dr. Reed can hear his creator's voice now and again. Is that what's happening to her? But it's drove her, drove her mental. Yeah, it's a, it's a. He ate her, thought she was dead, abandoned her, and she's been tormented by him for the entire game. And not only that, but she was out. She knew he was in London or thought he was in London. So for months prior to the game, was looking for him. So trawling through the Spanish flu and shite and everything in London. Well, so, no, 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 but. In, in this game's yeah, mythos... how did she turn? Yeah, yeah. I actually had to Google it and have somebody explain it to me. Uh, so what happens is, in the beginning cutscene, when you bite her, and you're all like, ah, da, 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 uh, you then cradle her after you've fed, and her face is right where your neck wound is. So she inadvertently got some of your blood in her, which sounds super gross now. That's not explained very well. I don't no, think. yeah, that, that's yeah. why I was bringing it up as wow, that's a really weak. But that's why that's why she ends up living. Because... Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, like everybody else in the game, you like purposely have oh, to slit your wrist and let them yeah. drink. Yeah. Right? Okay. Because we were confused, like, why is she a vampire? That doesn't make any sense. Also, your poor mom just looks confused as hell. Oh, she's like, what the fuck is going on? And then, you know, like, she gets killed. Yeah, she's either been memorized to shit or she's got dementia or something. <laughs> yeah, it is weird that they don't really do anything with your family being right there. It's like, why are you staying in a ratty yeah. old house? Your house is right there. Um, Okay, that's fair enough. Um, it, it, To be honest, you know, like, there was some really weak points to the game. And this is one of them. It's like, I felt the... The sections that actually progress the story, so the the ones with is it Lady Ashbridge or Asbury, Ashton, Asbury or something like that, yeah, yeah. The the bits for her were great, but all the other stuff oh. were like some of it was dire. I, I really like that character. I think that's like that's what made me want to finish it. Oh, now see, I both me and Kelsey were looking at that lady going, something's up with her, something's <laughs> up with her, something's up. Don't trust her. Something's up with her. Uh, I oh I, yeah, yeah yeah. I think. <laughs> I think the love story came out of absolutely nowhere. Oh, it was like, yeah, like <laughs> two minutes in, and he's like, I love you. I'll do anything for you. And she's like, oh, and I'm like, where did that come from? Because they're just like. Yeah, it's like when you visit her house, it's like all of a sudden, oh, it's a love story. Oh, okay. Um, I did like the club of grumpy old British men. That mm-hmm. was very nice. Very, very cool. Like, that's the conservative party. It is basically the conservative <laughs> party. I, I thought like this is where it kind of peaked for me story wise when you saw that like, these people were trying to kind of like move and shake, and it was all the rich elites and stuff like that. And then at that point, I knew that I was just going to try and kill everyone or as many of them as I could. I liked finding out that that dude wasn't made by who he said he was made by. Mm-hmm. He's made by some scrubby dude. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, I don't like, and this is super spoilers, so you're warned. 
Um, I, I really don't like that hard left turn into now it's about blood gods. And you're like, oh, oh, okay, it's about blood ladies and blood dudes. That I really didn't like. Like, it took it from this kind of cool little small personal story to it's about ancient gods of blood. Like, oh. I did in a way. I I thought like it didn't really make sense until you went and met the like the old knight at the end, and then you kind of realize that there's been references to it throughout the whole game. You know, like the the vampire hunter guy. He's he's obsessed with them, maybe a relative of them, and uh, like I that makes me want to go back and read it or or play it again or, or read up about it to kind of see where all that stuff ties into because. I, I like that idea that there's like a deeper narrative in the background that you can, that, you know, that there's more than just Jonathan Reed's story and it kind of ties in with that. His creator, you'd never really meet him and he keeps on referring to him. But then at the end, you're like, oh, wait, there's more to this. You're just a small pebble oh, in the bigger. I, I like that and I like the fact, like, I always like something where some almighty, powerful being... It's a very tropey thing, but it's like, I'm just doing this on a whim because I want to see somebody suffer. Somebody, you know, the Outsider. Like, you, know, you know, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, who would have thought, thought Craig likes The Outsider? <laughs> <laughs> Duh. <laughs> uh, no, anyway. Yeah, see, I, I would have preferred it. Just a small, personal story between, like, Ashbury, that old, the Conservative Party, and maybe the Sewer Skulls, and that's it. Like, like, just make it small. But, yeah, that's a personal preference kind of thing. For me, that was a weird left turn to Blood Gods. That- Setting up a sequel, maybe. <laughs> How cool was the night where he's like, my hearing's not very good. Do you want to come a bit closer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I'm like, <laughs> that, that was a nice... All right, so let's talk about the ending, because I didn't research the other endings, because, you know, we're going to have this conversation. So what happened in my ending was you go to the castle and you are very frustratingly can't get in easily, even though there's giant holes in the walls. And you're yep, like, dude, yep. just 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 climb. Um, so you get down to the bottom and the lady's like, hi, this is my dad. He's not really my dad, but he's my dad. And blah, 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 blah. She kills him. And then you convince her not to kill herself and say, look, I'll find a cure. I'm a doctor. I'm Mr. Jonathan Reed. Yep, Please, yep, yep. doctor. Uh, and then you guys go off with you trying to cure um, the vampirism okay. plague. The, I guess. Yeah, the hate blood or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the bad blood. That is the single best ending in the game. So you bested the best ending of the game. <laughs> well done. Nice one. Um, I don't know. I'm interested to see where. So my one was like, uh, she, I tried to convince her and then he was like, we could basically kill everything together. We could rule the galaxy together. Um, And she's like, with that, you've completely changed. You're the only thing that I had. And she just walks into the fire. Uh, And then he goes into like a... He he seems to go into like a murderous state where he's waiting for that queen to come back so he can can be her... Goes full Dracula. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. I think that's the third worst ending. (laughs) <laughs> um, so the two that are missing uh, the one that I didn't get is a, there's a slightly good ending a bittersweet ending where he convinces her not to jump into the fire but they don't leave the castle they decide to just become recluse block off the castle and live happily okay. in the castle as as vampire people um, and the ending that I got which is the single worst ending 
um, basically what happens in Luke's ending. So you try and convince her. She's like, no, oh, mate, nah. You, you're a do- you say you're a doctor, but look what you did. She throws herself in the fire, and then you go on an absolutely fucking mental killing spree and just murder every- everyone in London in <laughs> <laughs> some sort of weird um, killing spree hellhole. Uh, and then you look at the camera and say, ruin has come to this house. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Blood. Oh. Blood never changes. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, like, well done, Dave. Now, now, so, on the other endings, I, like, I didn't get any ending slides of, like, this is what happened to Whitechapel and this is what happened to West End. But I took that as, well, they were all perfectly healthy when I left, so... Did, do you get and yeah. this happened to the priest yeah, and so this happened to what I've just you don't get well I didn't get personal references to what this happened to okay. not like a witcher it was more like, like a fallout yeah, no, yeah. It, it was more a general um, from this you fall into a state of grief which is I think where Luke dipped out is you fall into a state of grief and despair and you're waiting on the blood cream queen returning and blah um, to it just says, you know, you then start roaming the streets of London and you start killing and on a, a big revenge spree. And it's just very slideshow, yeah, as usual. But nothing, speci- okay. nothing specific. But, like, I, I think what I said earlier stands because I was the biggest dick in the world and got the worst ending. And But I think him going on a killing spree fits how I played the rest of the game. Just like I think how what happened to you fits how you played the game well the what my ending definitely feels like a setup for a sequel that may or may not come i don't know does the band endings also kind of set up for a sequel um if the sequel is you know something like bloody um what would you call oh shit i can't remember the name of the game to make any Bloodborne? Sort of- no, not Bloodborne. I was thinking more something. Um, shop, shopping mall zombies and baseball bats sellotaped to... Dead work. Rising? Yeah, like a Dead Rising type thing where the whole of London's vampires and you're just murdering everyone. That's the kind of sequel <laughs> that it feels like it's setting up in my ending. Okay, so it doesn't have like a good story hook of like, and no. they left to find the no. cure. Okay, no. all right, gotcha. No. They have a, he went off and just fucking killed everyone. Unless a sequel... And this is where it could get murky. A sequel could be you then have to turn and fit. You're someone else, and you have to find Jonathan Crane and Scarecrow him back into reality. It's Jonathan Frakes. Oh, Jonathan Frakes. Sorry. <laughs> um, so you have to find Riker. And, mm-hmm. and, and so and number sorry. one. <laughs> number one. Um. Yeah, but then you're going to get into some murky Mass Effect water with, oh, this choice mattered, but this mm. choice didn't, and then you're just going to piss off everybody. <laughs> and then it ends um, yeah, with Mass Effect 3. Yeah. yeah. Then it ends with the Rachni Queen, and you're like, I'm still waiting for the Blood Queef. I meant Queen. I just uh, want yeah, to say, so- at this point, at launch of Mass Effect 3, I was completely satisfied by I the was, ending. Yeah, I was fine. <laughs> I was like, fine with it. I don't think it needed... Like, oh, good, I killed Martin Sheen. This is working out. <laughs> like, it just... it was. How else were they going to end it? They had to end it. What did you they expect? They were going to come to your house personally and pat you on the head and say, good job, you saved the galaxy. Uh-huh. That's what I, people I, wanted. I, 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 I didn't like Mass Effect 3 just because I didn't think it was a good... Oh! <gasps> It was a less good game. It like was the, more of a rail shooting type runabout corridor yeah, shooter. The, the, the first two <coughs> thirds were, were great, and the last third just kind of like went. Woo. Um. Yeah, I, I thought it was fine. Like I, I, 
Okay, no, we're not. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope. We're not getting into that fucking musty argument. Disturbance in the Mass Effect. No, nope. Can we, fi- okay. can we fill <laughs> up an entire month next year with Mass Effect? Because the Legendary Collection oh, is out uh, and... I would personally ask for Dave, a reprieve. Dave's completed Mass Effect like eight times already. I platinumed all three. I'm not. I, I really don't want to play them again. Did I, did I? Did I tell you about the time I tried to platinum Mass Effect 1 and then I completed it for on like the second or third playthrough that you've got to do and realized I hadn't set on the hardest difficulty by mistake. I'd set on the one below. So I'd, like, I'd done oh, it, no. but just no. hadn't. It's, was... You can do a lot of whoopsies really quick that just completely invalidate while you're playing that game again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. So um, let's, let's let's get ending thoughts on this. We I think we've pretty much explained the game without giving away too much. I'd, I'll go first just with a short and succinct... This was actually a surprisingly good game. It feels uh, Frogwares uh, Focus Home Interactive as fuck. It plays like that. There's some jankiness in the frame rate, but it does so many interesting, unique things with dialogue, with you know um, choices, with what you're generally doing, and the theming itself. A vampire doctor is pretty cool. Um, so I like highly would recommend you know like playing it. Once, twice, three three times a vampire. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, look. Uh, yeah, I I really like this game. I don't think it's perfect. I don't think it's... I wouldn't play it again, but I'm glad I picked it up or played it for the podcast. At least it's... It does some really cool things, and I'd like to see them expand on that. But I don't think it warrants a sequel either. I think it's a cool standalone thing, but I can't see how they're gonna do a second game. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for a new game, this is definitely one to check out. And it's it doesn't overstay its welcome, which I think is a real big problem in the industry and in general at the moment. So yeah, definitely, definitely like check it out. I don't. I I was previously a I need a one pound per hour of entertainment. You know, like if if Returnal is lasting seventy hours and I paid seventy quid for it, that's okay. But with this, I'm like eight, ten hours, eleven hours, whatever it was. I'm totally pucker. It's perfect. And then you pay twenty seven dollars for observation, and you're like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we'll discuss that later, whether or not it's worth it. Um, I can pull bits and pieces out of both Craig's and Luke's to make my little final thoughts. Like a Frankenstein, but that's not appropriate, so I'll come up with my own. Um, Like a skull. This is a good example as to why B-tier games are important. A game that gets by more on its cool ideas and its twists on things that it does, more so than technical prowess. I mean, AAA games are, are great for technical prowess, right? Like, that's why we play them. They're they're just shiny examples of what video games should be. The B-tiers are great because of this. You you have things like gamifying dialogue. You have things like a cool premise that I don't think you could make a AAA game out of because it it doesn't hold that much weight. It's just enough to keep you interested for the 15, 16 hours you're going to be playing it. Um, I would not recommend this blankly to everybody. Because you're going to be, if you're one of the people that doesn't like a lot of dialogue, like you can't say, oh, you enjoyed Bloodborne, play Vampire. 
Um, there's a lot of Western RPG-ass dialogue stuff going on. Like, you're spending a lot of time either talking to somebody or finding an item so you can talk to somebody. It's very Western RPG in that way. If you like that, this is a great example of what good a Western RPG can do when it's not combat-focused or, you know, Dungeons & Dragons-focused. Um, this is Jotnod's uh, best game? Yes. I guess? 100%. Um, I would be curious to do Remember Me for the podcast. Probably Retro Rewind. We could probably Retro Rewind it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I am curious enough at what they had here to look back at Remember Me and go, okay, I'll, I'll take a look. <gasps> maybe, so, one, maybe one month we do Remember Me and Twin Mirror. So we get the first and the last. And this is Bang And Smack. then we hang ourselves. Oh, shop. Um, um, just no. to say, like on game, you said you couldn't say say blood. You liked Bloodborne, but just to reiterate, if you liked any Frogwares games, so like Sinking City or Call of Cthulhu or the Sherlock Holmes games, anything like that at all, this is just. I wouldn't put Sherlock in there because there's no combat in those. There's, really, there's no combat, but every, all the other trappings and mechanics are the same. Yeah, yeah, everything's the same. You just walk from. Or in fact, you don't. You get a horse and cart from A to B instead of walking. A handsome from a cap. To B. Yeah. Um. Oh shoot! I had something I wanted to say. And I'm then sorry. I forgot it. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I, I'm just gonna jump in here yeah, and say ahead. like, if you like Bloodborne, don't pick up this game for the combat because <laughs> it's. Yeah, no. I mean, the architecture, yeah, but not, not the combat. <laughs> oh, thank you, Craig. That actually reminded me. No, uh, thank you. Um, I really like. It was. I realized this could be stressful to some people. I don't know. Uh, it wasn't to me. Like it was super cool to see a game placed in the last pandemic that really mm. swept uh, the world. Mm. Like, like it was super cool mm. to have this in the Spanish flu time. Uh-huh. Thought that was super cool. Um, uh, and like it says at the beginning of the game, please don't use any of these medicines. They'll probably kill you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, like that's a time era that I've never seen in video games before. And that really mm-hmm. adds something for me personally. Like I, I like the history of that. It makes you... Th- I it wish makes you th- we'd mentioned this earlier, but the music is... Oh, music like is... That whole violin that violin mm-hmm. thing like I'm, i've got it in the, my ear at the moment because mm-hmm. i'm hovering over the tile and that's yeah it's, yeah this game never met a really violin or cello it didn't like yeah. it, it, it it's it's great <laughs> it's great i like i like to think Sorry. as well in 50 60 70 years or whatever someone somewhere is going to be on the playstation 10 playing you know like another game that's vampire except everyone's got covid and it's covid times <laughs> that will be great <laughs> and everyone's trying to take in vermectin and other host deworming tablets and stuff like that and and it just it would be great uh but yeah like i know history doesn't do anything for you guys so i'll keep it brief but yeah it, for me it was super interesting to have it set in that time period because that's another thing that sets you apart like You'll never see a AAA game set in this kind of thing, I don't think. Please prove me wrong, and don't let it be Assassin's Creed. Um, don't let Ubisoft near it. Well, A Plague Tale was... Was a way before yeah. this, buddy. Was that it? That was bubonic. Dude, that's knights and horses. And... Oh, you mean this time? I thought you meant in A Plague. You know, like... Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I meant, I meant specifically that time era, like that era. I am terribly sorry. You know what? You know what? Um, play boy, Plague Tale was really good. It was okay. Really shutting good. up. Uh, um, 
So, yes. Uh, that's our recommend. We have a recommend, a recommend, and a, I don't know, he waffled back and forth. Yeah, recommend, I guess. So this gets three <laughs> thumbs up from us people. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> now onto the ending scree that I always just do so well. Uh, if you would like to suggest a game, what you did hear that we do have a lot of our year scheduled out. Um, don't let that stop you from recommending games because just like with Earthbound, we kind of just squidge things aside to go, <laughs> okay, it's a, it's a, it's a recommend. Uh, again, you can do that at thebiteffect.com where you can say hi to us. You can recommend a game. You can say, guys, you pronounce French like idiots. Uh, whatever you want, you can do that. Our next big games for the spoopy, spoopy month of October are Alien Isolation after Craig changes his pants, and then Observation, where we will decide how cool shapes are. Very, very cool. I will give you a hint. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you have any thoughts on either Alien Isolation or observation, uh, let us know. We'd, we'd love to read your comments. And if it's really good, unlike the terrible people that write in, not you, then we'll probably read it on air because it's always fun to hear what other people think. And other than that, um, thank you for joining us. We hope you had a bloody good time. Oh. And we will catch you next time when the fog rolls in. <laughs> <laughs>